time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself. Have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Today, Wednesday, I think it is, Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF, I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Alex is producing today. This in Hoover has become an absolute nightmare. The rain has and the weather has wreaked havoc on the SEC baseball tournament. We have not even completed the first day that's right they were supposed to play this morning they were in a weather delay and the Auburn Kentucky game which was the last game scheduled for last night is now scheduled to start at 1:45 Eastern time 1:45 Eastern time <clears throat> that means the rest of the games today will be pushed back and the weather forecast for later today and tomorrow is horrible something has got to be done about this mike morgan from the sec network and by the way selfishly a guy that i think would be a great uh mick hubert replacement he's a gator grad anyway he'll be here at the bottom of the hour to talk about this too mike has called some late games in this tournament, as we have. And Florida's game tonight uh, could be very late or, you know, played tomorrow or, or not. I, I think at this point they really have to consider single elimination here. What happens when Texas and Oklahoma come in here? Or you, or you change the venue to some place where the weather is not a factor? I just don't think there's any way around it. We'll open the phone lines for you, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Um, they've already set the time for Florida, Georgia in football. CBS will have it at 3.30. Shocking. And that's when it always is, and that's where probably it should be, at least until CBS has the um, – the rights for a little while longer. I don't know if you saw this, and I hope we can talk about this today. The, the, the college sports world <clears throat> is undergoing such a seismic change. Sometimes it's really hard to keep up with it. it, 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 it it's like you, you make one step forward and all of a sudden two steps back. The SEC will hold its annual meetings in Destin. I've been there before. 
Destin's a great place, by the way. And <clears throat> most of the time when you go, it's pretty perfunctory. This time, it may not be. I mean, first of all, you have the Saban-Fisher uh, feud that's going on. Um, but don't know if you saw this. The SEC is actually thinking, at least in that stage, of having its own championship game. Not game, but its own championship series. And just saying, here, thumb your nose at the rest of college football. Make no mistake about this. And I've gotten this from two people who know. The SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey, was mad as a hornet when it came to what happened with the college football uh, expansion not happening. And there is next to no trust now among the Power Five. It's basically you're on your own. And believe me, believe me when I tell you this, the SEC doesn't care about what the other schools think. Let's get some calls, and uh, we'll start with Patrick. Patrick, hello. Hi, good afternoon, Steve. How are you? Hey, Patrick. I just wanted to comment about the SEC tournament. It's a real shame what's going on, and... um, yeah, I definitely think it's going to have to be moved to single elimination at this point, just looking at the weather. But quite frankly, we run into this every single year. And, you know, I was just right. watching some baseball this morning uh, with Texas and Oklahoma State. They're playing in a dome right now in, in Arlington, Texas. And, yep. you know, I, I just think about, you know, how many cities we have in the southeast. And I think of one and not far from here in Tampa Bay that has two minor league ballparks, Phillies and the Yankees, they have a dome in the Tropicana Field. I mean, hell, you could play two games, uh, two different sites in Clearwater and Tampa, and you can also even play at the Trop, and, you know, you can get all these games in within a couple days. And uh, you also have an avenue for weather. Uh, So I I just think it needs to be moved. The only problem that I've been hearing is that Hoover's put a lot of money into putting a lot of restaurants and things in recreational activities around the ball field, which I think would be a real problem. I mean, it sounds like they've really invested with what the SEC is doing, but it, it's something's got to change here. Um, the weather, I mean, you can control weather now. <laughs> you can play inside yes, you somewhere. Can. And, yeah, and, 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 and as far as the economic stuff, I get it, and I certainly understand it, but that Hoover is used for other things besides the SEC tournament. And it's just like home games in football, right? You only get so many of them. And it is a tremendous economic thing here when the weather is good and people come. But every almost every year I've been here, and I've been here a lot, you know, doing these games, there's been some kind of delay. And the other side of the coin is, what do you really get out of this? If, if you're one of these teams, what do you get? I mean, Mississippi State last year just thumbed its nose at this tournament and said, I'm not wasting pitching. I wonder what Tennessee's going to do. If I'm them, I do the same thing. This means that this won't help them at all. 
So we did this that's another years thing to ago. Have to look at too. We did this in, yeah, we did this in 2017. We lost, I think, 18 to two. We won the College World Series, and you know, it, it's it may we can control the weather now. And one week, only a few days in Hoover is not going to make or break their economy in Hoover, Alabama. You know, like they have, I think that ball field uses a minor league ball field now. Um, you know, there's other ways that we can handle this. I like the tournament because it does give opportunities for some teams to make a case for the tournament, including us right now, uh, who has an outside chance of getting a national seed. But, you know, if we you know, play well, we can get that national seed. But something I mean, you can change venues anytime. I appreciate it, Steve. Have a good day. Thank you, Patrick. Appreciate your call. Let's bring Daryl to sports scene this afternoon. Daryl, hi. Hey, Steve. How are you today? Okay. Steve, I've enjoyed turning down the volume on the TV last night. Listen, you and Jeff on the radio, great job as always. We appreciate that. Thank you. Steve, uh, as far as the game last night, real good pitching matchup. Uh, Randy Sproat, especially. Um, Steve, on, you know, like to Judd Fabian, I noticed he's starting to swing some bad pitches now. What do you think it's going to take for Fabian to get out of his slump? Well, he had a good series against Carolina. I think he was four out of nine. And I think you take that all day. Um, but he did not have a good game last night. Look, Judd's pressing, in my opinion, uh, because of the, of the I think, unreal expectation laid at him. I mean, he doesn't have a high batting average, but he has a high OPS, and he has the homers. I think the problem has been – a lot of those numbers, Daryl, have not been against the league. He's not performed well against better pitching. So, you know, that's that's the problem. But I would not get off a winning horse here. I, I understand, you know, Fabian's hitting in the three spot, and, you know, he's struck out a little bit here. But Florida, since that lineup change, has played really well. Not that you can't ever tinker with it, because you could certainly – in the way Langford hits, he'd be a terrific three-hole hitter. But then who do you have to lead off? And I don't know that Florida has anybody to really go into that spot. Fabian could do it, Daryl. He can steal a base. But his on-base and his on-base percentage is good. But, you know, I, I think right now you, you keep it where it is because they're winning with it. Right. Steve, uh, as far as pitching tonight, who do you think will throw tonight? Maybe Neely? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to go. They're going to go Neely and then Pogue, and then you know after that we'll see what happens. And you know, Sully said it in the post game last night. You know, he Sprout. You you know, we had the TV monitor up there. He was really upset about coming out, understandably. Yeah. But he pitched a heck of a game, and Sully gave him a chance. You know, to finish it, he pitched lights out. That's really good to see as Florida goes to the postseason. Okay, one more thing real quick, Steve. Your previous caller touched on maybe moving the tournament to a Dome City, maybe, you know, like Tropicana Field, St. Pete. Steve, could you reconfigure the Georgia, not the Georgia, Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta and maybe move it there? Well, I have another alternative that's very easy, okay? Has anybody ever talked about moving the SEC softball tournament? No. No. Why is that? Because it's single elimination. Right. When, when, when Florida hosted it, there were rain delays, right? There was rain here, but they got through it. So if you have single elimination, and what I would do, if, if I were the czar, I would invite every team here. 
don't don't have it. Like the SEC softball tournament, you can be awful, right? But you're still in the tournament. Same thing with baseball. Invite everybody, make it a single elimination tournament, and go home. Yeah. All right, Steve, I'll listen to you and Jeff tonight, my man. Yeah, let, let's hope so. <laughs> let's hope so. All right, Darren. All right, have a good day. <laughs> All right, thank you for your call. 1213, time check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ross Kaufman. Gator baseball has advanced to the second round of the SEC tournament following a 2-1 win in extra innings over South Carolina. The Gators are scheduled to take on Texas A&M later this afternoon in the third game of the day. Currently, game one between Auburn and Kentucky is scheduled for a 145 first pitch. Gators track and field meets in the NCAA East preliminaries in Indiana today. This is a qualifier for the NCAA championships. It is the third day of the individual championships for Gators men's tennis. Sam Riffis and Ben Shelton move on to the round of 16 in singles and doubles. Those two will face players from LSU and Ohio State. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ross Kaufman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Friends, you've heard me talk about Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. Well, he's come up with a program exclusively for his sellers that allows you to trade in your current homes, you can buy your dream home worry-free. With fewer homes on the market than ever before, buyers often have to make their best offer. If you have a house to sell, most of those offers don't get accepted. That's just the truth. Never experience this, trying to sell and buy at the same time or the risk and hassle of owning two homes. With Scott Caldwell's Trade-In and Trade-Up program, sellers never find themselves stuck and they can move at their pace and on their timeline. Why? Because Scott already has the buyers, and he has thousands of them, creating higher demand and multiple offers, which means more money in your pocket. So trade in and trade up with Scott Caldwell. This program is perfect for you. To get more info, call him, 352-209-0000. That's 352 352- Two zero nine zero 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 zero, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So well, it's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing. Makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family. And that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to exceptional. In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. You don't get to be the league's all-time leading rusher without feeling some pain. Pro football legend Emmett Smith knows joint pain, and he also knows the old treatments aren't the only treatments. Today, there's a natural alternative to drugs and surgery. 
It's Biologic Therapies from QC Kinetics. I'm talking regenerative solutions that encourage your body to heal and repair itself. Do you have pain in your hips, knees, shoulder, lower back? Want to get your life back? The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics can help. Call to learn more about this exciting natural way to deal with chronic joint pain. Don't put it off. Call QC Kinetics. Restorative regenerative solutions with no downtime and lasting results. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 400 4550. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. Protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new adjustable rate certificate lets you invest now, knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at radiantcu.org protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. We're live from soggy, wet Hoover, Alabama at the SEC baseball tournament. Peyton says, I'm no fan of secession from the playoff, but if it were to happen, I'd hope the non-SEC rivalries would not be dissolved like Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, etc. Hopefully, he says, a resolution can be made. 392-8255. Again, you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Dave will talk to us next. Hi, Dave. Thoughts for you, and uh, love your uh, your feedback on a couple of things too. So, sure. uh, great broadcast last night. Uh, I had to go back and forth from TV to radio, and it was good. You and uh, you and Jeff really are a good team together. Um, it really comes across really well. You did have one call where we had a double. I don't remember who it was, but you made it sound pretty pedestrian. <laughs> just that's just feedback. But I also wanted to congratulate you on uh, on the Mick Hubert seg- segment you did last week. That was awesome. Mick was uh, was very very special to Gator Nation, and he certainly de- de- deserved all of that, and maybe even a lot more, which I think he probably could have easily had had he wanted it. But he decided to do it his way and go out kind of quickly, which was uh, which was fine. Um, but do you think that this Gator team is coming together in a sense? And I, I felt like Coach really placed a lot of faith in his team when he left Sprode in. And all I could say to myself is, Coach, I got your back. I'm so glad you're doing this and giving this chance to go for the complete game. But that could have gone the other way, and 
there would have been a lot of consternation out there. Sure, but that that's what coaches and managers would have get paid to do. But I'm going to tell you what, that resonates in the clubhouse. It really does. And look, the players know, you know, Sproat's going to make himself a lot of money by what he's done here. And when you yeah. go out there and compete the way that he did, taking nothing away from Slater or anybody else that might have come to the game, oh, when you go out and you bust it like that and you give him a chance to finish like that, that speaks volumes to what they think of, of uh, you know, a starting pitcher in that, in that situation, particularly, specifically him. And it, the team understands Sully's faith in him and them. That, that's a good thing. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool to see, and uh, I hope fans appreciated that. I'll bet the kids did a lot, um, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how we uh, we we fail with A and M tonight. I really think we can beat them, but you know, also Spurrier used to say, "God smiled on the Gators." Well, <laughs> he sure did smile on us with some some breaks last night too, and uh, I'm just glad for it. Look forward to. Hearing you guys tonight. I hope we get it in. All right, me too. Dave, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Uh, let's bring John to Sports Scene. John, hello today. Yes, good afternoon, Steve. I appreciate you you being out there taking calls. I know it's a, you know, technology gods have blessed us today, so I appreciate it. Um, you just mentioned, uh, you know, one of your first callers talking about uh, doing single mission, or he didn't say single. I think that was your uh, suggestion. I think that would be the brilliant idea like you saying like teams like Tennessee have really nothing to play for you know so why would they want to go and expend their their bullpen and going into a starting a regional but having said that um this first game I understood I heard on your on your break uh said that the first game doesn't start till 145 is that correct that's correct okay so are we the second game Florida and Texas A&M no no that is that game that will start at 1:45 is the last game from last Correct. night. Correct. So then there'll be one more game, and then Florida's game. Well, then we're not going to get started at 5:30, 5:45. There's no way and chance of that. So I just heard that last night with the time frame, and you you even mentioned last night it'll be hard to figure out what time. So we're going to be when the hopefully. Maybe you can get get some little shut eye before you guys do the broadcast night because we're going to be in the wee hours. I, I'm I'm kind of, you know, expecting you know if there's any delays, we're going to be a, a wee hour game tonight. Well, that's that's also assuming there's no more rain, and right. the, the the weather I saw there's going to be a break um, here from about uh, two to four, two to five, and then more rains expected tonight and more rains expected tomorrow. So correct. It doesn't look particularly good, but, you know, we'll, we'll – but Florida's game now, uh, they just posted this, is a, is a – if it doesn't rain, or 8.45 Eastern time. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not looking optimistic on that. But anyway, I hope you guys uh, stay safe. You know, get some shy if you can. I know you guys are working, you know, some long hours, but I, as a Gator fan, I appreciate you and Jeff. So uh, – Anyway, take care, and I'll talk to you later, Steve. Okay, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, that now I, I don't know that that's going to hold up, but that's what the SEC has posted. At 8.45 Eastern time start for uh, Florida, Texas A&M. I think at best that's an approximation. 
but we'll see. Uh, BB says, enjoyed your and Jeff's call of the game. Love the pitching duel. Nice breath of old-style baseball. Looking at the weather, you guys might be up uh, late tonight. Yep. Dan Patrick reported, according to Reliable Source, the opening bid for a five-star college quarterback recruit is $1 million with the NIL. And he said, uh, on a personal note, thank you, too, for taking me away from the world for a while. Didn't hear about the heart-wrenching murders in Texas until after the game. I, I'm only going to say this, and, and sometimes I refrain from it because I don't want to mix politics into this. But I don't know if you saw what Steve Kerr did. Uh, you know, he didn't talk basketball at all in his post game. He just talked about, you know, why this has to continually happen. And maybe we don't see this. But do you see this happening in other places across the world? I'm sure it has, but has it happened to the extent that it's happened here? What the hell is going on here? What is going on here? Something. I don't know what it is, and I'm not going to get involved in that political stuff, but obviously something is wrong. This, th- these are not isolated cases anymore this happens with alarming frequency something something has to happen so children innocent children don't get butchered i mean if you're not going to be moved by that as a politician and i don't care what side of the aisle you're on okay if you're not moved by that, then I don't know what would move you. And I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to make this a political show. But just think of the, think of the horror that those families are, are going through right now there. I'm a father. Can, can you imagine? I, kids, I don't want you going to the mall. Kids, I, in not trusting if they're going to be safe in school? Let's, let's talk more sports here. Mike Morgan is going to join us next from the SEC Network. Um, looking forward to talking to him. 1228 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at dickmondell's.com. 
Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesdays, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. You heard right. 50% off wine bottles on Wednesdays at Spurrier's. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch. Available every Saturday and Sunday. The hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Now that my Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi reaches all over my home, I can finally stream my history shows in my room. And play my games in the den. And of course, blast my jams all over. Mom! Sorry! Those flutists can get pretty rowdy. Stream throughout your home with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed in certain cases. Panoramic Wi-Fi pods sold separately may be required for extended coverage. Restrictions apply. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned and operated for over 40 years. And in all that time, they've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. <laughs> it's awesome. Okita America is the best. It's summer camp season and nobody in Gainesville does summer camp like Okito America. That's one of the reasons we came here. To make new friends. Weekly field trips, academic coaching, sports programs and more. Okito America has class for all ages. Whether you want full days, half days, or individual days, they're all available for the summer for all ages three and up. Drop by Okito America today at 6900 Southwest Archer Road or find out more at okitoamerica.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. High pressure continues to dominate over our area. That means conditions today a lot like yesterday. Hot and humid with highs inland in the low 90s. The upper 80s along the nature coast. A few stray evening showers are possible, but again, most spots staying dry. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy skies. Lows near 70. Areas of fog tomorrow morning. And then a trough of low pressure should approach our area by the end of the week. That'll increase our chance for showers. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. My God, there's a little bit of a like a Magic Johnson Showtime in him. When you're watching him play, it doesn't feel like you're we are watching a game, right? It feels like you're watching an event. It looks so easy to me watching him that he just got that it, that stuff. It's crazy. You know I'm starting to think he is probably going to win the championship by himself. He, Jay, and Max weekday mornings at six, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, 
WRUF. day when they haven't even completed the first day's games yet. The guy who has been here a time or two and has been in the booth for late night games from the SEC Network Gator grad, Mike Morgan, now joins us. Mike, you have certainly been here, my friend, uh, and sat through these things. But this year is particularly egregious with the weather here and more bad weather tomorrow. And so it brings up you know, the issue of, you know, th- having this tournament here in the first place and with all the changes going on in college sports, will the SEC ever, with Oklahoma and Texas now going to be in the league, will this format change? Will they do anything to change this in your view? Uh, it's a great question, Steve. And first off, great to talk to you. Uh, yep. Yeah, you know, I, I did several years of that event on radio and then five years back when we were doing it on CSS and CS, uh, SEC syndicated before we had the SEC network. And I, I mean, I just remember doing so many games in the odd hours of the night in front of a couple hundred fans and just asking myself is, is there not a better way to do this? 2014 Gabe Gross and I, back when Gabe was uh, announcing, now he's coaching at Auburn as an assistant. We did a Kentucky Mississippi state game. It was the late game. And we ended at nearly 2 o'clock in the morning East Coast time. And I'm just thinking to myself, who in the world is staying up to 2 in the morning to watch uh, you know, a, a conference tournament college baseball game? You know, I go back and forth on this. First off, there is no easy solution, so let's get that out of the way. Uh, I've done a few ACC tournaments for the network, and, and they do pool play. And there's good and bad to that as well. But the good thing is you only play three games a day. That gives you more wiggle room. When you have delays, which are almost an inevitability in the Southeast this time of year, that you've got more time to to cram games in and you've got more times to make uh, up for games. When you're trying to get four a day in and you have delays, it's a nightmare. And then you go single to double to single elimination. And your point, what happens when we add two more teams? I don't know how you pull it off. So I I think it really needs to be revisited. I don't know if they're ever going to move it from Hoover. I used to fight that battle, and, and uh, not that my vote counts, but it, it never it never uh, turned into anything. It feels like they're, they are sold on keeping that thing for the rest of our lifetime. But if they're going to keep it there, they're never going to play it on two fields. I've heard that idea bandied about. Uh, but the format is going to need to have a serious looking into because on, on top of everything else, the other issue is, and look, Florida has been in this enviable position before. If you've already clinched a national seed, why are you going to throw your best pitching? It takes a lot of arms to go through that tournament and, and win it. Why are you going to use your best guys when the most important games are still ahead in the regionals and super regionals? So you've got a lot of things surrounding it that I think have some flaws. Well, just, just for conversation, the SEC softball tournament seems to draw people just fine and every team in the league goes, and it's single elimination. You you can't do the yeah. same thing for baseball? I mean, you can. You know, I think when they when they came up with the, the format back when it was uh, eight teams, of course, now we have 12, but back when it was eight right. and they came up with the double elimination, basically they modeled the whole thing after Omaha. Like this was right. going to be 
kind of like prepping for an exam. This was your Omaha prep. You were going to have eight teams like Omaha. You were going to have double elimination like Omaha. Everything was going to feel like Omaha. Well, we've kind of drifted away from that. So, I, I, and as you know, baseball games go far longer than softball. You have pitching changes and things that you just don't have the luxury of in softball. So it's just very difficult the moment that you have weather issues. And as you mentioned, we're not out of the woods yet. It's very difficult to make it work. Now, they always seem to do it. So let's give them credit there. But, yeah, I think it's difficult for fans to stay completely invested when the the time of the game and sometimes the day of the game is changing. Not everybody has the ability to rearrange their schedule either around attending that or to even watching the games on television. Mike Morgan joining us here from the SEC Network. We're going to talk a lot with him today about a variety of things. Mike, let me turn the page on this to – uh, the SEC meetings coming up in Destin, you know, I, normally that's a housekeeping, you know, rubber stamp some stuff. <laughs> what are we going to do in the league? Thank you for coming. Enjoy the beach and go home. You know, this year, all the talk about the SEC maybe having its own, uh, you know, football championship. Clearly to me, this says how upset rightly or wrongly, Sankey is at the rest of his cohorts in college football. Would you agree with that? 100%. Uh, Look, Greg went out of his way. And, again, I always make the analogy about the SEC in this regard. It's like if you played a game, and I'm not a big poker player, but and I know I'm breaking the uh, the finer rules of the according to Hoyle playbook on five-card draw, (laughs) but but let's just say – we're playing a game of poker, and the five families are at the table, the five conference commissioners, and Greg Sankey's, of course, one of those. He's sitting, and he's his hand, the dealer has dealt four of the five cards, and he's sitting on four aces. The point is, whatever the fifth card is, it's irrelevant. He's going to have the best hand. So if you want to keep it a 14 playoff, you want to go to a 12-team playoff, either way, the SEC – is going to have the best hand. They're going to have the most teams in the playoff. They're going to have the most teams competing in the playoff, and they're probably going to have the most championships if we're being brutally honest about it. So Greg Sankey never had to even be open to expanding the playoff, but he was. And they got together, him and Bowlesby and Swarbick, and they, they, they concocted this 12-team playoff, which I must admit, I never thought I'd be in favor of 12. I always thought eight was the magical number. But I looked at it and I said, you know what? This actually makes a lot of sense. I would actually, I'd go for this. I'd sign off. For, they, they did some good work here. And then all of a sudden you have guys bail out and leave kind of Greg Sankey. I don't want to say holding the bag, but it's like I went out of my way to work with you guys. And now you're saying you don't want to go to 12. You want to go to eight. You want to do this. You want to do that. So Greg Sankey's, again, when you're the most powerful man in, in college football, you can make these kind of leverage moves. So he can go ahead and say, fine, we'll come up with our own playoff. Good luck having a college football playoff without the Southeastern Conference because guess where the eyeballs are? The SEC. It's not on the ACC championship game. So either way, no matter what comes out of it, whether this is just a little bit of, of posturing, a little bit of, hey, now you've done tick me off and I'm going to float this out there and see if you like it now, uh, or if it's just a, a, another chance for people to, to talk about the possibility of the SEC expanding the brand. Again, either way, Sankey's got four aces. Whatever the fifth card that's flipped over turns out to be, 
the SEC and him will be sitting with the best hand. No doubt. And I'll end with this. When Oklahoma and Texas come into the league, it's pretty obvious to me, Mike, there's going to be some kind of scheduling change, whether it's adding another league game, going to pods, you know, keeping rivalry games so that, you know, if you're in college and you stay four years, you can play everybody home and away. What do you think is going to happen in the end when all this takes place? I think we're looking at a nine-team conference slate. I know some coaches yep. are going to fight that tooth and nail because your job security is based on wins and losses and going from eight to nine. I don't care who you are. It's, it's going to open up the opportunity for more losses, not more wins. So uh, I understand coaches are always about self-preservation and some will fight that. But I just think everybody else in the room and everybody else in other rooms, not to mention all the fans are going to want nine games. And I, I just think there's, there's too many good things that come out of that. So I think the 8-1 model, which has been bandied about, eight conference games, one permanent opponent, I don't think that actually comes to fruition. I think we're looking at nine, and the most logical, if I had to put my money on one, would be the three permanent opponents and six rotating floaters. That would be my guess. The problem is going to be, and this is where nobody wants the, the, the task of actually picking the permanent opponents for every school. In the case of Florida, you cannot get rid of Georgia. You simply cannot do it. But are you going to lose Tennessee? Uh, are, are you going to drop LSU? Are you going to get Auburn back? Like, what, what, How are you going to do it? And it can't just be, well, what are the games that the fans want that are the most enticing? You also want a, a little bit of, of a breakup, right? Like the fight over Vanderbilt begins now. You want, you want something to soften the load a little bit. You can't just have three heavyweights that you have to play every year as a permanent opponent, and then some of your rivals, well, they get to play a weaker, a weaker schedule of permanent opponents. That's an obvious advantage. So to try and maneuver that and navigate that is almost an impossibility. But somebody in Birmingham is going to have to do it, and when it's done, people will be upset. But like we always do, we adjust and we move on. I'm just going to say this, and I hope I don't embarrass Mike. Um, Mike is a Gator grad, and, uh, you know, with the retirement of Mick Hubert, uh, here's a guy right here who, uh, you know, I, I think deserves serious consideration uh, if he so chooses to do it uh, and be part of it uh, for Mick's job. He, he knows this place. He's a grad of this place. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see. But, Mike, I don't want to, you know, put words in anybody's mouth or yours, but I'm just one person – you know, you and I have talked, and uh, I just want to make that public. So I hope you don't mind well, doing that. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's extremely kind of you, and I certainly appreciate that. I know uh, your ties uh, to the school and, and to that that arm of the school at Weimar Hall, and that's, of course, where I cut my teeth. I still have memories of hosting post-game shows after Gator football games, calling the Orange and Blue game and exhibition basketball games. It, it's always a special place for me. I've been – very fortunate to uh, get some great opportunities in radio and TV since, but uh, uh, it's, it, I have had a number of people reach out to me, and it's it's beyond flattering. Um, that is that is definitely always going to be a special place to me. It's the only place that I would ever even look at in terms of from a, a radio standpoint. So I, I thank you for that. Uh, Mick did a tremendous job for over three decades. Uh, I was a student when Mick was calling SEC championships 
uh, seemingly on a yearly basis under under the, uh, Steve Spurrier. But um, uh, it, it's it's beyond flattering and uh, beyond heartwarming to, to hear that from people. And I certainly appreciate you saying that. I, I know one thing, it'll be uh, for somebody uh, difficult shoes to fill because Mick did such a great job, but it'll be a tremendous opportunity. And I, I will say this, as someone who has spoken to those students, uh, some of yours, some of the, uh, uh, the other classes there on campus, don't ever let anybody tell you that there's a better broadcasting school in the country than the University of Florida. And that job is one of the best radio jobs in America. And I, I imagine that the, the search for the replacement will will fit those parameters of looking for some of the best and most qualified people out there. All right, my friend. Thank you for uh, taking the time today. And uh, we'll see if the, the Gators are supposed to play at 845 tonight. We'll, we'll see if that uh, that holds water. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, over I, over not, under uh, on uh, midnight. <laughs> if, if, the, if the game ends yeah. before Thursday morning, uh, that, that'll be interesting. I'll tell you what, I, I hate it that Barco is not healthy because – Florida is now, as you know, hitting its stride. I love the offense. I love the way they're playing. I just wish they had a little more uh, on the mound in terms of the rotation. But I know one thing, nobody's going to want to play this team in the postseason the way they're hitting. Yeah. Mike, I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Thank you, Steve. Take care. Okay. Yep. Mike Morgan, SEC Network, uh, joining us here today. Uh, 1246 time check brought to you by Hayes. We'll open the phone lines for you. Uh, emails as well. Lots to talk about today. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ross Kaufman. Gator baseball has advanced to the second round of the SEC tournament following a 2-1 win in extra innings over South Carolina. The Gators are scheduled to take on Texas A&M later this afternoon in the third game of the day. Currently, game one between Auburn and Kentucky is scheduled for a 145 first pitch. Gators track and field meets in the NCAA East preliminaries in Indiana today. This is a qualifier for the NCAA championships. It is the third day of the individual championships for Gators men's tennis. Sam Riffis and Ben Shelton move on to the round of 16 in singles and doubles. Those two will face players from LSU and Ohio State. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ross Kaufman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. But I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back.
When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Every three seconds, there's a new victim of identity theft. A criminal could be applying for loans in your name or even selling your personal info on the dark web. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock monitors your info and alerts you to potential identity threats. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But with LifeLock, it's easy to help protect yourself. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code NEWS. It's a beautiful day for a ball game. Her baseball will be played. It was signed by Babe Ruth. Who is she? What? The Sultan of Swat. The King of Crash. The Colossus of Clout. Babe Ruth! Every Wednesday morning at 11, we invite you to join the radio team of former Gators pitcher Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell as the International Diamond Center is proud to bring you On Deck. Our baseball radio play-by-play battery will analyze and evaluate the latest with the Gators, SEC, and everything taking place in college baseball. Rotations and Mr. Rawlings are always front and center. Last season, I led this club in ninth-inning doubles in the month of on Deck, presented by the International Diamond Center, with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell. Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Now they are saying that the SEC baseball tournament is expected to resume at 1.30 Eastern time. And again, that's going to be the last game that was uh, scheduled to be played last night, Auburn, Kentucky, Vanderbilt won last night when the game started at 11 o'clock Eastern time. They beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss is sent home. All right, Alex producing today. Let's keep him busy. Good calls to start the show. Uh, William says, as you and I have discussed over the years, I despise conference tournaments in all sports except football, which is just one game. It's a moneymaker for the league. That's the only purpose. If you're going to have it, move it around to a dome. On top of that, I lose interest when the selection committee shown they factor it in very little for the national tournament. We're going to Coral Gables almost certainly at this point. The real solution that will never happen, do an SEC-ACC challenge or something similar the last weekend of the season and give us some games we never get and punt the conference tournaments. Yeah, uh, once again, when you get Oklahoma and Texas involved in this, I think something has to be done. Um, Patrick says, thanks for endorsing Mike Morgan. Um, I love him. Hope he gets the gig. Uh, he says, let's talk some French Open. Yeah, it's not a not a real big uh, 
show topic, but doesn't mean you can't. Uh, Larry uh, says, there seem to be an unusually large number of our players swinging at horribly bad pitches during last night's game. Was that typical? Um, I, I did not see that, Larry. Um, because remember, you know, sometimes the end result, the pitch looks good, and then when you swing at it, it, you know, falls out of the strike zone. Florida averages, before last night, okay, Florida averaged striking out eight times a game. Eight. So that means offensively, Florida has three innings almost when they don't even put the ball in play on average. So to do something, um, you know, offensively, you're doing that in six innings, basically. So, and last night, uh, Will Sanders for LSU is really good. That's another thing. Sometimes good pitchers can make hitters foolish, and that does happen uh, once in a while. Um, all right, let's get some more emails here. Uh, let me get to them here. Charles, uh, a little slow here. Hold on. Okay. He says, how did South Carolina score their ninth inning run? Uh, they scored it on a fielder's choice. Uh, that's how they tied the game. Uh, all right. Now, Alex will let me know if we have callers today and just for today. We've been doing this um, only until 1 o'clock. And today, because Gator Baseball is not going to be for a while, uh, we'll do it until 2. Tomorrow, we're going to take every day, you know, on, on its own because we just don't know from day to day what the situation is going to be as far as when Florida plays, all of that. Um, Steven says, do you have a gut feeling there's somebody in mind already to pursue at the next, as the next UF radio announcer? I feel like it will happen very soon. Well, again, I don't know if Mick had conversations. I, I do know Scott Strickland knew of this, okay, how far in advance uh, he knew of this, um, you know, I'm not sure of. But I do think, look, not that being, uh, you know, 65 or 66 years old um, is bad, but you you got to know you're not going to do it for, you know, 10 or 20 more years. So I think you start at least to, uh, you know, look at that. Um, so, Mark, um, I'm not going to read what you wrote me because a lot of it's political, but he does say playing the SEC Championship Series in the Tampa-St. Pete area is a brilliant idea, really the way to go. Well, I'm not sure the rest of the SEC would think that, uh, but I get the point. If you live here and if you're Florida, then that certainly, you know, would be helpful. Um and uh, Russ also says uh, something has to happen with the gun stuff. And, again, I don't, you know, won't read that part of it. But it, it's just it's just sad. All right, let's get a call here to wrap up the hour. Porter, you're there. Hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, really quickly, somebody uh, last week, I think, had a suggestion for summer topics that uh, sounded good. Let me throw, throw one out there. Maybe if you uh, want to, you know, invite people to send in topics for the summer. I would like to hear people's opinion on – uh, their favorite three singers as opposed to their favorite three voices. And I, I don't think they'd necessarily be the same thing. Elvis would probably be on both lists, but 
I don't think people would put Tom Petty as the greatest, one of their greatest singers, but certainly, I mean, greatest voices, but certainly maybe singers. So I'd like people's opinion on that maybe as a topic. Um, uh, last time, what did you think about Halter not bunting again, second, third, one out in the bottom of the 10th? Um, I just, I think at the very least, you've got to show that and make the defense shuffle around and come in. Instead, he step, stepped up and swung away. Now, thankfully, it worked out fine. But um, uh, do you have an opinion on that just off the top of your head or, or yes. uh, at the time? Yeah, you, you're not going to bunt there. You're, you're, I mean, your sweet. job I mean, is sweet. to hit a fly ball just like he did. No. Okay. He, 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 there's one out, right? And so mm-hmm. you, you would hope that at that point you're going to be able to elevate something and get it in the air. Because if you squeeze there and say, he doesn't bunt it, okay, well, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't it's safety, it. not suicide. You're but, talking yeah, about it, a safety squeeze. Yeah. Okay, but then a lot still has to go right, okay? That if you're not going to do a suicide squeeze, if you do a safety squeeze, well, then, A, the ball has to be placed just right in order for that Anywhere to happen. Anywhere on the ground. B, Anywhere fair on the ground. <laughs> No, that's not true. If you if if you bump the ball to the pitcher, that's not going to work. Yeah, it's, it's, not. it's not a force. It's not a force if they didn't walk. Anyway, it's just a thought. It's a, I, I, I swear, going into the tenth, going to the bottom of the tenth, I was already in my mind. I said Holter's going to get a chance to squeeze. I didn't envision it happening like it did. I thought maybe either Caglian or Evans would get an out, and the other would get on. And I saw Anderson hitting a double and having the second third situation with one out and Halter at the plate, and there's no way they were going to walk Halter to load him to face Langford in that situation. And I, I, ironically, it worked out that way. But, you know, all's well and ends well. But I, I, at least, I think he should at least show it and make the defense come in, move around, do something. Instead, he swung to the fences and put himself in the hole. But, you know, like I say, all's well and ends well. Um, with the time adjustments, any estimation, if the, the, the time you said goes off for the first game today, what would that make our game about 8 o'clock tonight? Or, or is it just they're, too late? They're, to listing you, floor, they're listing it, Porter, at 8.45 Eastern. Okay. All right, Steve, thank you. And any uh, updates you can uh, offer along the day, we'd appreciate it. Thanks, Go Gators. Be safe. Yep, thank you. Yep, thank you. And, again, that, that's that we, we've gotten that from the SEC. Certainly weather could change that again, uh, but that is the latest post from the SEC. That's our first hour. We thank you for listening. Hour two, we'll do one more hour today. So call us up, talk some sports, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m., WRUF. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you have a home to sell, you're probably curious about how much money your home would sell for in this seller's market. Fact is, home values are at historic highs. The challenge is, you're also probably concerned with the things you can't control. Low inventory, rising interest rates, and well... Just turn on the news. You get the picture. Hey, it's Steve Russell. That's why I strongly recommend you call the agent I trust to help you answer your home selling questions. Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty. Scott has programs and solutions to help you in any situation. Written guarantees and thousands of buyers creating higher demand and multiple offers. Need to sell your home and stay in your home until you find your next home? Yes, Scott can help you sell stress-free and put you back in control. Your next step is to call Scott Caldwell at 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? 
a life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um, uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, find the lyrics. Start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ed Council and Pivotal Ventures. Callaway's Chrome Soft isn't just better for the better players, it's better for everyone. Starting with our best-selling regular Chrome Soft, golfers get better feel, more distance, and incredible forgiveness. For better players looking for workability, Chrome Soft X gives you excellent spin consistency and tour-level greenside control. And finally, Chrome Soft XLS delivers lower spin on longer shots, firmer feel, yet high spin around the greens. Learn more, find your golf ball today at CallawayGolf.com slash ChromeSoft. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. As we are today live in Hoover, Alabama, the site of the SEC Baseball Tournament, which has uh, been postponed, uh, pushed back, however you want to put it. The opening game today is supposed to be at 140 I'm sorry 1:30 Eastern time so about a half an hour from now and then Florida's game uh, is scheduled at this point for 8:45 Eastern time Alex produces today uh, and lots to talk about today let us talk first with David 392 by the way 3928255 and email s Russell at wif.com David you're first hello how are you doing? Oh, good, David. Go ahead. What's up? Oh, I was told just to call the podcast. Uh, you got the wrong thing here, David. Okay, Alex, go ahead and talk to him off air. Um, I don't know what that was about, but um, sorry about that. David, if you got some misinformation or something, sorry about that. Um, I've had five or six people email me, um, and I'm not going to put them on the air, um, that commented about what I spoke about earlier uh, with Steve Kerr. And one of the people that emailed asked a very pertinent question, and I'm going to address it. And then I'm going to drop it. The person basically said, if I was going to bring this up, then why wouldn't I have a discussion on it? Because that, that's not, it has nothing to do with sports. The only thing it has to do with sports is that 
a Steve Kerr, and others in the sports world have spoken out about this. And I don't think there's anybody, I don't care what party you're, you're with uh, politically or what your thoughts are on gun control or what your thoughts are on anything that wouldn't think what happened in Texas and what happened at Sandy Hook and, you know, all other places are just tragic, tragic, tragic things. That's it. That That's the only reason I bring that up. And the fact that, again, some sports people have, you know, m- commented on what happened. So believe me, it, 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 if, if this was a different kind of show, I would certainly do that. But for the people who emailed about that um, and asked me about that, then um, that is certainly uh, the reason that, uh, you know, we're not going into a full discussion. Ryan says, since Florida's trying to improve its national seating and possibly host, using only two pitchers over 10 innings sure bodes well, reserving arms for the games ahead. Uh, so, yep. And he also says, might want to bring back Larry Vitell, Nat Moore, and David Steele for the A&M game, as it will likely become breakfast with the Gators. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the latest? The SEC will start a game local Hoover time. Well, they started it 11 o'clock last night, Eastern time, p.m. So, Ryan, I think that's probably, probably about as late as they would do it, in my opinion. I, I don't know that they would do anything else past that. But once again, now you're looking at the num- the sheer number of games you have to make up and that's difficult that's difficult would you change the sec tournament would you what would you do because i i think it's time to change it i I really do i just think we're at the point now where you've got to do something because if you don't i mean it, it doesn't it doesn't help fans it doesn't help the players and just there's some people who have mentioned this in emails Florida, if they make a good run here, could they sneak into hosting a regional? Perhaps, yes. But there's not that many teams in a tournament like this that that could really affect. And I think that's the problem in this a little bit. Um, All right, some other emails here. Um. Charles had asked about how Carolina scored their, their tying run, and I, and I did say, at a fielder's choice, it was after one out, uh, there was a sin- two back-to-back singles, and then uh, a fielder's choice. And Florida worked, ar- Florida worked around an error in the 10th. And Florida yesterday, think about this, 14 strikeouts in the game. And Florida's one two and three hitters struck out eight times in the game eight and they still won the game that's that that's pretty amazing uh when you stop and think about that i mentioned florida has averaged eight strikeouts a game all year long yesterday had 14 still won the game 
And I'm going to tell you what, Texas A&M, I've not seen play except one time on television. Um, Schlossnagel has done a terrific job with that team. They did not make the SEC tournament last year. So pretty good um, in terms of what he has done in a very fast fashion to uh, turn things around. Don't forget, Gators softball is going to super regional play, and they're going to Blacksburg, Virginia for that. We were pretty close to getting uh, Virginia Tech softball coach on, but they actually practice uh, at the same time that we are on here. Um, But the schedule for the Super Regional, Florida's 46-16, the Hokies 45-8, but they had a tough time with Kentucky. The first game, 2 o'clock Eastern time on the 27th, noon on the 28th, and then a TBA, if necessary, for the 29th. Just wanted to pass that along and the times of those games. Let's uh, get to the phones. We'll talk to Mike. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Mike, go ahead. Good. Can you hear me? I got you. Can you hear me, Steve? Oh, yeah. First of all, I'm going to echo most of the sentiments about the SEC baseball tournament. We all know there's only one real, real reason why it exists, and that's because the SEC and the NCAA want to make money. This thing just needs to go away. It serves no useful purpose other than making everybody aggravated about how screwed up it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know if it needs to go away, but I do think it needs to be reformatted. And, you know, if if I were the czar here, I would say just go ahead and uh, reformat it, have every team here, and do what softball does play single elimination, and get through it. Because I'm not saying there aren't years where you can do something here. And, for example, if Florida does well, could they sneak into hosting a regional? Yes. But there might be a couple of teams in the tournament that are in that particular boat. And certainly, if you're, if you're South Carolina or Kentucky, if you win the thing, well, then you're automatically in. But how many times has that really happened? It, it just doesn't. Yeah, you can make the case that yesterday's game between Georgia and Alabama, Georgia losing hurt their chances of getting an NCAA much more than Alabama winning helped their chances. Alabama is an 11 seed for a reason. They're bad. They're going to have to win the tournament. Georgia really hurt themselves by losing. I don't think so. I don't think so. Again, does a committee look at one game? I don't think they do. I don't. You, you look at a body of work. If 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 a team wins three or four in the tournament, Mike, then yeah, I think that might sway something. But if Georgia loses this game, now South Carolina lost, and they're done because they're below five hundred. But I don't know that a Georgia loss kicks them out of postseason. They're, I don't think they're going to host a regional now, but I don't, I don't think they're out of the postseason. 
and also about Florida sneaking in to host the regional. If they sneak in, they're going to be a 15 or a 16 seed most likely. And does Florida really want to be a 16 seed when they know who the number one seed is going to be and they and they know where they're going to have to go? Wouldn't it be more advantageous for them to be a two seed, maybe play in a lesser region and get matched up against a four or five national seed than against the number one Tennessee? Well, I, I think you always want to play at home. And and we all know that's no guarantee. Look what happened last year. But I will tell you this. If Florida does go to Coral Gables, they won't be intimidated at all because they know they can beat Miami. They, they, they've, they've owned Miami. They will not be intimidated at all. But then you have to go on the road again if chalk holds. And that's the problem, that now you, you face a national seed and you would have to face them on the road. That's why playing at home even though you play at home and you're a low seed and you win, you still would have to go to a higher seed, but at least you get a chance. to. You always want to play at home if you can, I think. And like I said, Florida, if they get in, they're going to be a 16 probably, and we all know Tennessee is going to be the one. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tennessee, Tennessee has nothing at all to gain here by playing in this tournament. Nothing. If I'm, if I'm Tennessee – I do the exact same thing Mississippi State did last year. They don't throw any of their top-line pitching. You know, two and barbecue, so what? It won't matter one bit. All righty, thank you a lot, Steve. All right, Mike, thank you. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ross Kaufman. Gator baseball has advanced to the second round of the SEC tournament following a 2-1 win in extra innings over South Carolina. The Gators are scheduled to take on Texas A&M later this afternoon in the third game of the day. Currently, game one between Auburn and Kentucky is scheduled for a 145 first pitch. Gators track and field meets in the NCAA East preliminaries in Indiana today. This is a qualifier for the NCAA championships. It is the third day of the individual championships for Gators men's tennis. Sam Riffis and Ben Shelton move on to the round of 16 in singles and doubles. Those two will face players from LSU and Ohio State. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ross Coffin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The following is a commercial announcement. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. 
my dentist for the past 30 years, and I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed. This is what we're gonna do, and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate, and remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. Sometimes a family needs a little help to deal with life stresses. You can contribute to happy, healthy childhoods with a few simple steps. Notice families under stress. Offer a helping hand. Give your time. Talk about healthy child development. Connect a family with resources. Contributing to a great childhood can be as easy as being a good neighbor. For more, preventchildabusefl.org. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. just goofed. Well, I just goofed. It's been so crazy here with so many things changing and trying to do things remotely. Um, at the top of the hour, uh, David Connor had called, and I totally forgot David was going to call because uh, he said he was going to call the podcast, and that kind of threw me off too. So I hope to get David back. Uh, he's new uh, on campus with football. He attended the Gator Collective Fan Fest this past weekend. So if we don't get him today, uh, we will certainly get him back. Um, and, again, just with all the craziness and all the stuff going on here, um, we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. And I was only going to go to 1 o'clock today, but decided to go to 2 o'clock, give you a chance to talk more in sports. So, uh, you know, the best laid plans sometimes – uh, go awry but we will continue to take your calls 392-8255 and you can email uh, s russell at wruf.com what would you think oh let me let me get to um buford's email first why are there no playing games for the sec baseball tournament like the sec softball tournament well they're just they, they are they are um what's the word i want to use they are put together differently. It's just like it's single elimination. All the teams are there. Uh, so it just they just do it differently. And I can tell you, when I was doing Gator softball broadcasts, we went to uh, some place in Georgia uh, for the SEC tournament. And I'm thinking to myself, why in the world are we going here for this, especially when it was single elimination 
you 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 went all that way, and one game and you're done. Well, in 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 theory, it's it's well not in theory it's true it's that way here, right? If Florida would have lost yesterday, they'd have gone home. Georgia went home. South Carolina went home. So that's just how this tournament uh, is constructed, and we'll see if there's going to be changes made here as we go down the line. I do want to get your thoughts on this, and I don't know how many people have seen this. Great column on ESPN, to, uh, I think it was yesterday, about the SEC maybe uh, having its own football tournament. But uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. We're going to bring David back uh, and talk to him. David, welcome. Are you there? Say that again. I, I just want to make sure you were there, David. I want to apologize to you. I I totally forgot I'm in Hoover with baseball. I forgot you were going to call. So, man, I'm sorry, and I apologize, but glad you're here now. Oh, it's good. It's good. Um. So okay, you're you're new with Gator football. So so tell us about your experience with that so far. Uh, it's been a good experience. Like throughout the whole process of me being here, it was just a great team environment. Like everybody, brothers, brotherly love. Everybody look out for one each other, and it's a great program being orchestrated. And yeah, we ready to go to the top. Um, you you went to the Gator Collective Fan Fest this past weekend, and. You know, a lot of times, or actually all the time, we have our guests, and and we do that uh, in cooperation with the Gator Collective. What was that experience like for you? Uh, it was it was a great experience. You know, with me just getting on campus three weeks ago, and like a bunch of fans already know my name, know who I am. Uh, just great hospitality, and you know, it's so easy to interact with people, signing autographs, taking pictures. It's just a great environment, and I love what Gator Collective is doing with their program to get our names out and stuff like that. How important, David, was that, you know, with the NIL and all that, how important was that for you in, in making a decision about, you know, what you wanted to do and coming to Florida? Um, You know, uh, football has always been my main thing. Like, never been about any money, none of that. You know, I want to go to the league, all that. But, like, once the NLI, NIL came out, uh, we could start profiting off of what we do for the colleges. Uh, it did play a little part. But, you know, I ain't want to just be the only person out here at a college not being able to benefit <laughs> off my, yeah, off my thing. You. So I went to a place where I knew that eventually I could make a profit off my name. And what better place to do it than Florida? Um, for fans who maybe don't know you because you're, you're pretty new, uh, talk about your, your your background, where you played, coming here and all that. Well, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, when I was there, I played at Southwest Cal High School. Then I transferred down to Diffield Beach, Florida, and played for Diffield Beach High School. And was able to make a name for myself there and become one of the best offensive tackles in the nation. And that's how I got to the University of Florida. What's I know it hasn't been a very long time. But what's been your experience so far here uh, w- within the program? Uh, just a great experience. You know, like, they didn't just tell me all this stuff when I was a suit to get me up here and didn't do it when I got here. It's been the same energy, same love, and they've been showing me everything they told me was going to happen when I was in the recruiting process. You know, I've always appreciated offensive linemen, David, because a lot of times 
you get no love. And yet, if the quarterback gets sacked, it's always the offensive lineman's fault, even though we, we know it isn't always the case. What's the hardest part about being an offensive lineman? The hardest part? Um, it's just, I would say right now, just the transition from being a high school offensive lineman to a college yeah. offensive lineman. Because now you're going against players, grown men that have been developing their bodies, been grown and you just entering that process and you just trying to get ready for that you know one of the things i've always liked in watching offensive linemen is is their is their feet movement movement of their feet is that important in being a good offensive lineman yeah because i can i could tell like back in my early days of playing offensive linemen um my feet wasn't that good and defensive linemen they had to just run around me well, like I go into a set and can't get out, and they just go the other way. And then once I started developing that feet movement, I can see myself um, developing myself into a great offensive lineman because now I can move, compete with the best, fastest defensive lineman out there and just handle my business. What's your impressions of the coaching staff so far? I love it. Like, you know, this is the new coaching staff, and they – I was committed to the first coaching staff, and they, they came in through my recruitment process, and I stayed committed. And, um, like, they taught the big game when I was a recruit, and they, they didn't do anything but show it. So they did everything they said they was going to do, and I could just see a great season coming after because Napier's a great coach, and the coaches he hired, uh, they're great coaches too, and I could just see something great happening in the game with them. You know, sometimes, David, it takes time for offensive linemen to develop, and there is a veteran group of linemen there. Um, do you feel you can step in and, and get some playing time right away, or do you want to develop a little more? How do you look at that in the short term? Uh, right now I'm trying to learn the playbook and get my body right, and I feel like with what I've been doing and how I've grown just since I've been here these three weeks, I feel like if they call my name, I'll be ready to go handle business. David Connors, our guest, brand new to Gator football and, and just went to the uh, Gator Collective Fan Fest this past weekend. I'm going to end with two last questions for you, David. Um, when you look at the guys you go up against, do you learn from them too? Because, you know, they've got techniques, swim moves, whatever they use. Do you learn also from the defensive linemen you're going up against? Uh, yeah, because, you know, like here, I'll be facing the best defensive linemen in the nation every day at practice. And with them being that, they know a lot, and they can help me improve my game on what they do. My last question. Academically, what do you want to do? I, I know I know you want to go play in the NFL, but academically, what are you looking to do? Do you have a plan yet? I'm going to be an architectural engineer and run an architectural business. Really? How would you get involved with that? I'm curious now. Tell me about how you got into that. So my sister always liked houses, and then she always liked to design houses. And then, like, with me just listening to her with that, it just made me want want to, like, have my own business. And I could run that, hire people to build stuff, build houses for me. And then, yeah, that's how I got into it, my sister, really. That's really cool. And I hope that comes to fruition for you. And, again, I apologize uh, at the top for the mess up, David, but I'm glad you got to come back and talk to Gator Nation here. Wish you a lot of success and luck, and we'll follow your career as you're here. So thanks for talking to us, man. All right, no problem. Thank you. You got it. Thank you. That is 
uh, David Connor, brand new to Gator football, and uh, we thank uh, he went to the Gator Collective Fan Fest over the weekend, and uh, they have helped us get some of the guests every week. Uh, it is fun to talk to those. And I've said this before. I will say it again. Talking football is great, but an architect, right? I, it, 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 it always fascinates me about how, you know, a kid chooses what they want to do off the field. That's a pretty good story. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Half an hour to go. Still plenty of time for your calls, questions, and comments. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. But I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. The crack of the bat, the roar of the crowd, the taste of peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Is anything better than baseball? Steve Russell here. Join Jeff Cardozo and me every Wednesday at 11 for On Deck, a one-hour show where we'll break down all things baseball. Curious about the MLB season? What's Sully working on with the Gators? We'll dissect all of that and more every Wednesday at 11 a.m. during On Deck. It's sure to be a hit, and it's here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Life is all about choices, veggies or meat, sleep in or hit the gym. Luckily, choosing Cox Internet over AT&T is easy. With Cox, you can always choose Internet that can deliver speeds even faster than 5G providers. With AT&T, you don't. That's easier than packing a swimsuit for the pool. Get Cox today, the no-brainer choice for fast and reliable Internet. Based on GigaBlast download speeds up to 1 gigabit per second compared to average download speeds over 5G. Download speed up to 1 gigabit per second requires Dox's 3.1 modem with 2.5 gigabits per second Ethernet port. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. When flying insects show up in your home, how do you get rid of them? Hopelessly clapping every single one? Aimlessly swatting back and forth? Hanging fly strips in your living room? Ew, ew, ew. Instead, try Zevo Traps. Zevo uses light, not odor or chemical insecticides, to attract and trap bugs, working continuously so you don't have to. Zevo, people friendly. Bug deadly. Now at a store near you. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. High pressure continues to dominate over our area. That means conditions today a lot like yesterday. Hot and humid with highs inland in the low 90s. The upper 80s along the nature coast. A few stray evening showers are possible, but again, most spots staying dry. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy skies. Lows near 70. Areas of fog tomorrow morning. And then a trough of low pressure should approach our area by the end of the week. That'll increase our chance for showers. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now... 
Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Three is the king. The problem is the three is inconsistent. Throughout the conference finals, we've seen these highs and lows, and I still maintain getting a layup, getting some free throws, mid-range jumper, just something to break the streak. But these teams continue to fire the threes. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, indeed, they are going to have Auburn, Kentucky starting in about 10 minutes uh, because Carson Skipper, Auburn's lefty starter, is getting loose in the bullpen. He's 5-3. and three. His ERA is 4.8. And again, they are listing Florida and Texas A&M for an 8:45 Eastern Time start. That is certainly uh, in flux, based on a the length of the games before that, and then b weather, because weather is not totally out of the uh, picture yet, and the weather forecast for tomorrow is supposed to be even worse uh, than it was today. And remember, they were supposed to play this game in the morning. That That's how long uh, this has been postponed. But Kentucky's in the dugout, Auburn's in the dugout. So it looks like they are going to actually uh, have baseball here at least for a little while. All right, we got, uh, what, I don't know, a little more than half, a little less than half an hour left. So let's. I did this on purpose today. We were going to do shows just until 1 o'clock all week and we're thinking about doing this over the summer too uh just because you know uh and we can make that change every day based on what's going on in sports tom says i'm a longtime listener of your show love all the shows on wruf you do a great job on all your play-by-play love listening to you on baseball but i was wondering is there a gator grad doing any play-by-play as an announcer uh for a college that you know of well mike morgan is a Gator grad, and he's doing it uh, for the SEC Network and has been doing it for a while. Um, I'm sure I'll forget. I mean, there's a couple of people here. Uh, Ryan Urquhart is one of our grads, and he's working down at the USF, but he has not been in the business very long. Um, but anyway, uh, he says if there was some past student you know of that could come and be the new voice of the Gators, uh, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it would. And, again, Mike would fit that bill in terms of that particular thing. Uh, Joe emails. Uh, he said, Steve, if you had to say right now, uh, based on what you think the Gators are doing in the SEC tournament, would they host a regional, yes or no? Uh, I would say no. I, I think A&M is going to be a very tough out. Um, and Florida could still advance because it's double elimination from this point. Uh, but we'll see. By the way, Kentucky's going to pitch Sean Harney, who's been very good. His ERA is less than three. And, and I would certainly say in the SEC this year, 
the two surprise teams in the league have been Auburn and Texas A&M. And even with the rain, there'll be a good crowd there today. When, when Alabama played yesterday, as you can imagine, there was a good crowd. And I'm sure with Auburn playing today, uh, there'll be a good crowd there as well. Um, all right, a couple of more emails here, but I still want some calls. I'm surprised more of you, maybe you haven't heard about this, but go check it out. Great story on ESPN.com about the SEC possibly, and I underline that word, possibly having its own uh, conference football tournament. Yeah, tournament. And I think this is part and parcel because Greg Sankey is not very happy with his brethren in college football. And they're going to have their meetings in Destin here pretty soon. And you just kind of wonder what would come of that and how that would work. Think about that. What if Florida had its own its own conference tournament in football? And then what would happen? Supposing they had a conference tournament and they played a number of games, right? And then you have a winner. Well, then what? If you're the other leagues, if, if, if the SEC is going to branch off and do that, I don't think it's going to happen. But if they did, okay, would you then play an SEC champion? Or would you just thumb your nose and say, forget it. We're not going to play you. You, you want to break away and do this? We won't play you. We won't play you anymore. So I just wonder. In the ESPN.com article by Pete Thamel, uh, there's a quote in here. He says, whatever collegiality existed among those five commissioners appears to be gone. Sankey's in such a catbird seat right now. Yeah. And he was really upset because his brethren didn't expand the playoff. Because he says there are 40 different models that the SEC is discussing at their meetings. 40. Scott Strickland to ESPN, quote, We have an incredibly strong league, one that will be even stronger once Oklahoma and Texas join. The focus should be on how we as a league use that strength to further position the SEC as we face new realities. Commissioner Sankey's encouraged our athletic directors to think creatively, and an SEC-only playoff is a different idea that we should absolutely consider as an option. Wow. Eight-team tournament? Then you've got to play a lot of games. That comes into it, too. And then who do you play? Once again, if you win, who do you play? So that is... I think that the message that Sankey is sending here to everybody is we're the big, bad SEC. We're the dogs. We're the alpha in the room. Don't screw with us. We'll see. We will see. Sankey did not have to at all accede to the other leagues because if you kept it at where it is now with four, the SEC has dominated that. Dominated that. So if you're them, 
why would you even contemplate a change? Why would you need to? Because it's the other conferences like the Pac-12 that never get in there. So the other thing is the scheduling model. What's going to happen when Oklahoma and Texas come into the league? Okay? That isn't if, – if they don't move in earlier, I believe the first year, I think, is 2026 where they would actually be in the league. So – and then here, according to the article, this is interesting, two scheduling models, one and seven. If they stick with eight games in the league, uh, they would have one and seven. Rotate through the other seven. The eight-game schedule, um, probably better for a four-playoff system, but we'll see. They're talking three and six as well. That would involve a nine, three and six, nine, a nine-game league schedule. And from what I've been told by two different people, that is the model the league favors okay so what if who would florida play in that case for for their three would that be every year i think it would be so you can't take georgia away from florida you can't so who are the other two teams that would be in there so a lot a lot is to be discussed at this and anxious to see where it goes uh, all right, let's get a call here. We'll get one from Al. Al, welcome to Sports Scene. Yeah. You there? Al, go ahead. Okay. Yep. Uh, would the Gators consider bringing David Steele back? No. No? Okay. No, because, one, you have to make the assumption David Steele would want to come back, and I don't think he does. I mean, he's you know kind of been there, done that. He's been with the Magic for a long time. Uh, and again, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what the UAA is going to do because I don't know. But I think age factors into this, right? Yeah, he's you, you don't want to be doing this every. Yeah, you don't want to do this every five or six years. I mean, Mick was hired and stayed here 33 years, and ideally, that's kind of what you want. You want to hire, you know, a younger person that would be able to stay here. You know, for if, if that person chose to you know, for a longer period of time. That's why I don't think, and Dave, don't get me wrong, David is certainly qualified, Al, but I don't, I don't oh, think yeah. that would be realistic. Okay. All right. All right, my friend. Keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Appreciate All the right. call. Yep. All right. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I want to thank Alex for his work today. Um, and, again, we're going to play this by ear. Uh, depending on what when Florida plays, if we go an out tomorrow, it'll be an hour, because uh, we just don't know at this point, um, you know what's going to happen here. Uh, today, by the way, Arkansas plays Alabama. Tennessee is taking on Vanderbilt too. So after Vandy won last night and beat Ole Miss in the game that started at 11 o'clock Eastern time. 1:44. Time check. Brought to you by Hill Center. Here's what's Trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right Bluebell introduced the original cookies and cream ice cream. So every time you dig into that familiar creamy vanilla ice cream that's loaded with chunks of chocolate cream cookies, you can say thanks. You're more than welcome. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer today. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. Navigating without a compass. Eyes waiting. Started to wonder. Metamorphosis. Philosophy without choice. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Measures. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, no new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself, have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gears. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communication here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF everywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, they are actually playing baseball at the Hoover Met. Kentucky is hitting in the first inning, and they've already hit a double. So we're underway. And again, if you're just tuning in, this is a product of what happened yesterday with all the rain delays. Last night, Ole Miss and Vanderbilt began play at 11 o'clock Eastern time. The game ended at 2 in the morning. And uh, Ole Miss got sent packing by Vanderbilt 3-1. to one. Then this Auburn-Kentucky game was supposed to be the fourth game of the night. Well, it was too late to play it. They were supposed to play it this morning. The rains came, and now they're just 
getting started. This game is actually three hours late. So that pushes everything else back approximately that time. So Florida's game will be in the early evening tonight, and that's assuming that there'll be no more rain. It was funny. We were at the game yesterday uh, uh, after Florida played, and they said they're going to cover the field. And, uh, boy, uh, it, it rained quite hard. And the rain forecast for tomorrow is not good either. But for now, they're playing. An Alabama-Arkansas is scheduled for 5:15. Florida-Texas A&M scheduled for 8:45 Eastern time. That's the latest information that we have. Uh, keep it here. We'll try to inform you uh, as any changes might take place. And Lord knows, there's a good chance of that because we've had that since we've been here. Uh, Mike says the celebration after the baseball game last night is why I love high school and college sports. The joy of working together as a team and accomplishing something larger than yourself, the number one reason why I love sports. I mean, I, I mean you do that at the pro level too, but it certainly helps that, you know, you, you root for a team and you like to see them win. Mark says, if the Rangers win their series against Carolina, are you going to a Rangers-Lightning game? It depends what I'm doing with baseball. And when, and when they are, um, but I never thought the Rangers would be where they are this year. I mean, I knew they are going to be better uh, and thought they'd make the playoffs, but, and I thought Carolina had them, and all of a sudden they played um, pretty well. So good for them. But the Lightning, truly amazing. I mean, they took a Florida team that's, really good and just threw it aside that that's i mean and let's face it the lightning of one another if they're playing the rangers if they're playing the rangers okay the lightning of one enough the rangers need to win another stanley cup they haven't done it since messier let's get woody here to talk to us woody hello yeah hey steve uh as far as the voice of the gators candidates uh, are concerned, I said you got to interview Jeff Cardozo. Been around a while, Florida grad, right age category. I happen to really like his voice and his style while he, you know, he's kind of playful uh, while, while he's doing games. Um, I think he's got to be a candidate. And uh, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, he gets the job. I remember 20, just a little over 20 years ago, I took my then teenage son, to uh, Mick Hubert's office. And I believe I spoke to you and Steve Babick as well about how to get into the business and stuff like that because my son was interested. And um, mm-hmm. Mick Hubert told me that he came from Dayton and um, didn't right. sound like he had that much more experience than Jeff. So I'm thinking it's a, you know, a possibility. I hope I hope it's, he's at least considered. So well, I don't know I if mean, you can comment I mean, look, on that, being that your coworkers and stuff. Sure. And that's okay. Of course I can. You know? Yeah, I mean – I had Mike Morgan on earlier, and, you know, he's another guy, you know, because he's done, you know, all the major sports. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Jeff has not done football. He's done some high school football, and to my knowledge, hasn't done basketball. That doesn't mean that he couldn't. Uh, And certainly, you know, he's well thought of 
within the athletic association. Jeff works his tail off. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think he would certainly be considered and should be considered. And, it, and, again, it depends on, you know, you have to submit tape, right? They want to hear you because, obviously, you can be a – I mean, let's take Jeff out of it for a second, whoever it is, right? Can be a really nice person, can be a, you know, whatever. But in the end, you know, a lot of why you're being hired is because of your play-by-play ability and, you know, what you can do. And that's, you know, that in my opinion, that whoever they hire – that's going to be, you know, a large part of, of why they make the hire. How good is do they think that person is in doing play-by-play, and how do they think that person can relate to the, to the Gator audience? And certainly Jeff has that already because, obviously, he, and he's on the football broadcast, uh, not as a play-by-play guy, but he's involved with it, and he does, you know, all the baseball. So I hear you. Yeah, I think Mike Morgan is a great candidate. But uh, Jeff's my sentimental favorite. And um, you were talking earlier uh, about a possible SEC football tournament. And uh, mm-hmm. I was riding in the car, so I got in the house and picked up the phone. Um, I, wanted to, uh, I wanted to suggest something. What about the possibility? You know, you were saying, oh, eight teams. What about making an SEC invitational tournament? So you've got eight, let's say the top eight SEC teams, and then you invite eight more at large. You sort of start your own NIT, so to speak. Uh, you have 16, and, uh, you know, there's teams that they're not going to want to go against their conference, and their conference is going to lean on them. But you think um, there's some Florida States and Miamis and some one-team league, one team league uh, uh, members, say a Boise State, for instance, you know, uh, sometimes the Pac-12 or, or the, the, the um, Big 12, is a, it, they don't have a lot of prestige got one or two good teams, they might consider it. And uh, next thing you know, you got what people are hoping for, you know, fewer cupcake games and a little bit longer, you know, more meaningful bowl season because it's a tournament. Well, again, that means more games. That that means more games, and I think that's what you have to be careful of. Yeah. Because, you know, you start playing 15, 16, 17 games, you're playing an NFL schedule. And I don't know that that's, you know, healthy for the college athlete. And I think the other thing with that, what he just topped in my head, would be if you have a, quote, invitational, right, and you then get a winner out of that, then what do you win? What's, what's the end game of that? Okay, you win a 16-team tournament, but is it a national? That's where I, I think, think the SEC so it could be more teams, prestigious because of the teams. More in it, of them, right? But who who was the presenting body of that? In other words, yeah. the the NCAA right now or the the playoff. So who would be the overriding body to do this? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a ticklish spot right there. Who, because you're gonna, then you're going to have almost like the NFL and the NFL. You're going to have what your college is two two different world champions or national champions in, in this case. You know, and so it'll be weird, but it might push the ball along, you know. All right. Yep. Thanks. What do you appreciate your call? Thank you, sir. Um, the one thing is for sure, that the this, this year's SEC meetings in Destin probably won't be boring. I, and I, I wonder if Sankey's going to get 
Fisher and Saban together and say, okay, look, knock it off. This isn't good for us. It isn't good for the league. I, I don't know that Saban and Fisher will come out and, <clears throat> you know, have a kumbaya and all that. But I, I, I know, you know, when you issue as a, as a, a commissioner a public reprimand of your coaches, that means the commissioner's not happy. That, that means the commissioner wants it to cease and desist immediately. And I think that's what's going to happen here. But I do think it's going to be fun to see what develops with these meetings. Tomorrow, in our hour-long show, uh, we're going to be talking to somebody who is actually going to be speaking here at the, here at the University of Florida concerning NIL. That'll be tomorrow. Friday, depending on when Florida plays and all that, Laura Rutledge is scheduled to join us, and I'm anxious to talk to her not only about the college football landscape but <clears throat> about the NFL too, some of the changes that have been made to the Rooney Rule and all of that, uh, and we hope to have her here on Friday. So uh, that is what's on the docket. But tomorrow, unless something big breaks, and again, we don't know what the weather's going to bring either, um, it'll be an hour show tomorrow. We were glad to be able to go two hours today because of um, what happened with the rain delays. Kentucky uh, was retired in the top of the first. Auburn's now batting in the bottom half of the first, and there is no score. A game going on in the MLB today, Rockies over the Pirates 4-2. to two. See the Mets game last night? The Mets were getting buried, came all the way back, I think lost 13-12 to 12 to the Giants last night. A uh, pretty interesting game. Uh, thanks today to Alex for producing. It has not been easy uh, since we've been here uh, trying to navigate through all of this. Again, I'll just, in case you're just tuning in for some reason, the scheduled start time of Florida, Texas A&M is 8.45 Eastern time. Obviously, a lot can change. We've already seen that over these first couple of days. More rain is forecast, so we will see if Mother Nature will cooperate or not. Uh, have to wait and see. That's our show for today from Hoover. We thank you for calling, emailing, and listening. I'm Steve Russell. Make it a great day as you listen to ESPN. 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.